Hey Lodgecasters, welcome to the Lodgecast, the official podcast show of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This is being recorded at Nopalero Studios. That's right, folks. We're on the 13th floor of Whittier's tallest building. That's right, the penthouse suite. It's not too hot yet. The ice sculptures are intact. You're tuned in to episode 34. Man, 3-4. That's a good number. That's my boy Fernando Valenzuela's old number. And we have some amazing ladies lined up for you we have las doñas car club we got pink mink mafia we got some great women ahead so they'll be they're they're right here man they're sitting right in front of me i don't even want to keep you guys too long but remember all of these can be found on our website at gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the lodge cast they can be found on itunes google play social media and remember, not only do we have a podcast, which is the audio only portion, but we also have a vodcast, which is the video. So if you want to check out what we're talking about, whatever uh, media that I put on the screen, you guys will be able to check that out. So without further delay, I'd like to welcome the ladies. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm doing fabulous. Well, yeah. <laughs> Man, I was Wonderful. so excited. I was so excited to have you guys here. I woke yeah. up like I think like at five o'clock. <laughs> And I was like thinking, man, I can't believe I'm going to interview them today. Yeah, I know you guys are probably like, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up at five just to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have to. I look like a bum today because I got. We were we were supposed to originally do this in the in the evening, evening mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, it didn't work out. But here you guys are. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself? Um, I'm Lily, mm-hmm. and. Like introduction. I'm the secretary of Las Dunas, so I just kind of um, take care of some stuff, <laughs> handle mm-hmm. stuff, Shit get happen. the yeah, <laughs> like slap people I'm around. The, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> like I ordered the plaques and uh-huh. you know handle things like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm Chrissy. I'm the president and founder of Las Dunas, and I'm also hairstylist, makeup artist. Um, Specializing in pinup. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm LV, and I am the vice president of Las Doñas. And my job is to get, um, you know, just to support my girl, whatever we need, promote ourselves out there, go to cruises, um, help each other, you know, fix our cars and mm-hmm. anything else. Because it's pretty cool. You guys have it, it's it's an all female, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, car club mm-hmm. and Las Doñas means. Boss ladies, matriarchs, <laughs> 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 and it, it, the the kind of cars you guys are doing. Um, how would you guys categorize categorize those cars or the style? It's funny because it's a it's a pretty good blend, don't you think? Like custom, classic, yeah. custom and classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's see. yeah, custom. Yeah. And, but we're talking like what fifties, right? Forties, fifties, or right. right? My I I have a forty nine Ford shoebox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a 50 Ford shoebox and a uh, 51 five-window Chevy truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, my and God. I have my a, heart just skipped yeah. a beat. <laughs> I have ahead. a 56 Lincoln Premier. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So you guys aren't messing around. It's I mean, so crazy because these cars, personally, are my dream cars. If I could mm-hmm. pick three cars, it's the cars that we have. I mean, the Lincoln yes. Premier, like, man, that car just does it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the shoebox and, of course, the truck. So. Mm-hmm. Crazy wow. how it's crazy how it it all fell together. It all fell together. Yeah. Yes, 
So how did it get started, the, the Las Doñas Car Club? Um, <clears throat> it started on a road trip to Vegas. Just um, I wanted to do something in honor of my late husband, who mm-hmm. was really into the car scene, really into uh, um, always wanted to be a part of, of a car club, but we can never get the cars running, you know, life and money and finances. And so... <clears throat> Wanted to do something that was different, um, uplifting for women, empowering for women, because this is a male-dominated, you know, scene, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and came up with the name. It had to be eight letters, eight being the number of abundance, 2018, the mm-hmm. year of abundance. And I don't know, I was just Googling stuff, and I saw this uh, meme of Maria Felix and it you know, La Doña, and I was like, oh, shit, Las Doña is like, that sounds sick, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my friend was like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do this. And here we are. So it was based on uh, Maria Felix's mm-hmm. uh, film. Yeah, like a Well, what she her- re- represents, she represents a very strong mm-hmm. um, Latina that conquered a lot, mm-hmm. you know, in her era, especially. And and I know a little bit about it because my, my nickname LV is short for Latina Vamp, and mm-hmm. I've had that nickname for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when people ask me where I got my nickname from, I told them, well, you know, back in the Mexican, you know, uh, cinema, mm-hmm. uh, there was only a few women that crossed over and conquered on the golden, you know, age of cinema. Mm-hmm. And there was only five women, you know, there was Carmen Miranda, Dolores del Rio, Maria Felix, can't remember the other two, but mm-hmm. they got major movie roles, you know, speaking in English they weren't categorized as peasant women mm-hmm. or anything like that and so they call those women Latina vamps so oh, wow I didn't know that yeah so then when she mentioned you know why what influenced her with the name to me that's why I gravitated towards the, the club and what it stands for mm-hmm. so the car club scene uh, but the car club scene you guys are a part of how would you guys describe that I mean, because it's not, is it lowriders? Is it hot rods? Is it? It's custom, custom, custom. cars. So it's not lowriders. It's yeah. uh, more like, like hot rods, if you call them. I mean, if people doesn't, they don't know the difference between the lowriders and the classic cars. They, they say what? All oh, those, that's a hot rod car. Yeah, or that's, they call them different things. Yeah, they just rat, rat rods. Yeah. Rat rods. But yours is different though. Yours is just a yeah. really nice laid out <laughs> car. It's. Well, I looked, for, I looked on Instagram. I couldn't find a picture of the car, but, um, <laughs> he's like he's seen all kinds of other stuff huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking through everybody's stuff <laughs> but um, he blushes <laughs> stop it some more no um, okay um, this is why I woke up at five <laughs> so but but the car scene I mean because you think of a car especially this style of car from the uh-huh. 50s you know it's it's takes you back to Americana, you know, and not so much for like minorities. It probably wasn't the golden age. It was probably really bad. I mean, well, then again, it doesn't probably look too much different than today, um, unfortunately. But the car scene, though, is male dominant. How do you guys fit into all that? I mean, what do you find? Is there like a admiration from the men or women or that's a beautiful car? You can show it up to the camera right there. I'll look for for it, too, and I'll, I'll be able to put it up. Look at that it's baby. A beautiful car. <laughs> but how, how do you guys feel? I mean, do you guys find there's opposition? Is there resentment? Do men give you respect or other women? I mean, how does, because do men and women react the same? What's it like for you guys out there? 
There's always going to be <laughs> resentment when you're doing something mm-hmm. out of the box and, you know, when you're kind of um, the underdog in a situation. So we definitely feel that. But for the most part, I want to say like 90 well, percent, it's support, love, admiration, mm-hmm. honestly, unless we're just not hearing the bad shit. <laughs> that's what I get from it. I really don't get like that. No, I, I guess from my, my perspective, um, before I even had my car, I was always supporting all the car clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we go to car shows, the rockabilly shows. It consists of all these cars. Like, you go there for the cars, and then you go for the music, and then who owns the cars? Our friends. Mm-hmm. So we'd always, like, pit stop every, you know, like, club tent and drink beers and, hey, what's up, pose with their cars. I've I posed numerous times with, like, all my buddies that are in different car mm-hmm. clubs. So when we finally got this car club, when I joined the car club, it was more of an embrace, like, oh, okay, so you're one of us now. Mm-hmm. And I see it more, like, supportive. So right now that, you know, some of our cars are down and we're trying to get them going, we do have a lot of people wanting to help us. Mm-hmm. I got stranded just, like, a couple weeks ago at, like, a block away from a rockabilly show that I was supposed to cruise in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got towed there, and it only took, like, a few seconds when they dropped my car off there that I had all these people already looking under my hood. Mm-hmm. And to me, that that shows me a lot of support. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, the little sister. Yeah. And that's how they see us. It's like, oh, don't worry, sis, I got you. Mm-hmm. Because we're part of that scene now. So do you guys think that, you know, what does the car represent to you, though? I mean, the car club, the the being a part of it. What does it represent to each one of you? I mean, that's what I'd like to know. I mean, what does it represent? The car club. It's like a sisterhood. It's, it's a like, sisterhood. We're like a we're like family. Yeah. We support each other, mm-hmm. and not just help, not just fixing our cars, but in real life stuff. It's mm-hmm. true. Like, well, for me, um, yeah, it's a sisterhood. I I've known Kristen for like many many years, and well, there's one club sister that's missing, but. Uh, we all get along so well. We're like BFFs. Mm-hmm. Like where we support each other. I, I helped her move. I helped my other club mm-hmm. sister move. Then I moved. And so I saw the camaraderie that we have each other's back. And that's one thing I love about this car club. It's very unique. But we're very supportive towards each mm-hmm. other. And, you know, what my car represents to me is I've waited so long to have a car. Like maybe 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I made that a reality, you know, it's not the perfect, most looking thing, mm-hmm. but it has, it's, it drives. It's there. It's a shoebox. Yeah. I always wanted one and now I have one and now I'm part of a badass car club. Mm-hmm. And you guys all recently got tattoos. So first of all, how oh, many yeah. members, how many members <laughs> are in the car club? Total? Four. 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 Right. So there's four members in the car club. Olivia yes. is missing today. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll just Photoshop her, her okay. face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> No. Um, so whatever image uh, I show on here will, will appear on the podcast. So this is you ladies got uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> got tattoos. Um, placas. So, is that what you guys, are you guys calling them that? Are you guys yeah, calling them placas? No. <laughs> yeah, we got placasos. <laughs> Part of the initiation process. <laughs> You're like, I'm not crying. It's just my eye sweating. Um, so you have tattoos. Um for the car club i like the script because it's very old school it's very like old school like chicano style you know what's Uh, funny is my my roommate kevin crybaby he uh he's the one that came up with it uh he's like my brother and i was like dude come on do something original for us like Mm -hmm. you know he's apprenticing to be a tattoo artist and uh i'm like 
I, I just didn't want to take something that was already there. And he came up with it. Well, one thing I've noticed recently that's probably within the last five to 10 years is like culture has come back like with a vengeance. It's true. Certain cultures that used to be like underground or or maybe not so publicly accepted yep. has become like mainstream to a certain degree. Right. Um, and you guys probably see that a lot at the shows, right? I mean, like there's a lot of things that it was just a small group of people doing it. And I like seeing that you guys are women that are doing something because it, it, it society sometimes it doesn't look, you know, kindly on women, you know, it's, yeah. And the, I, <laughs> I just recently moved in with my parents again. And, uh, when I, when they saw the tattoo, my dad was like, you look like a cholo. <laughs> she said that. And I, not even a chola. I was like, that's cool, dad. Thank you. <laughs> Take that as a compliment. It was a compliment. You know, <laughs> they don't understand, but like, you know. But it's so funny that like her parents are like the white version of my parents. <laughs> really and so my parents are very old school Mexican. Uh -huh. And, you know, I've always like kind of like dipped in and out like my parents' house whenever like I move and then mm -hmm. I come back and I move. But I know they love having me there because, you know, it's just me and my brother. And so I'm I'm, they have a big house anyway so yeah. <laughs> so I take care of my parents but you know as much tattoos that I have I recently I guess came out showing up all my tattoos to my dad like maybe I would say three years ago wow and I've had tattoos for maybe 15 years mm -hmm. and it's funny because people always ask how how did you do that because <laughs> I would wear like turtlenecks I would wear long sleeves bathrobes everything and so when we got our tattoos, we're like all gangster, like, hell yeah, look at me. I got all blasted. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what about you, Chris? You know, like, dad, that's like right on your neck. That's crazy. So then we get home. She throws on a hoodie. I throw on my sweats. <laughs> <laughs> we're like weekend Real gangsters. Because <laughs> we, I mean, out of respect that our parents, but yeah. we just, you know, soften the blow a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, we're all grown ass women. We're still covering stuff for my parents, but they've already seen it, so I don't really care. Yeah, we're always forever our parents' children. Doesn't even yes. matter uh, to a certain right. degree, I guess. But um, also, so I mean, you guys are from what I've seen, at least on social media. Not that I'm stalking people, but I'm trying to find out about you guys. But each one of you, I mean, have been like models in this scene, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, how did? Have you seen that change? I mean, is everybody now all of a sudden a pinup model? You know, because you see that. I go to shows all the time and I see like, you know, some girl dragging her husband and her child and mm -hmm. the camera guy with the flash and toe, you know. Do you guys see that? Is it just like blown up? I think so. I think women are, are now seeing like that they can feel good about themselves and maybe get a little bit more confidence mm -hmm. from you know, modeling, it doesn't mean professionally, it could be in a, you know, more personal way, but it, it's true. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't ever call myself a model. Like if I've taken pictures with, you know, Pink Week Mafia or photographers, whatever, it was, you know, gifted to me and mm -hmm. an amazing experience to help me feel better about myself mm -hmm. and have a different perspective because as women, we're very hard on ourselves. You know? Yeah. We're our own worst critics. So, and in my industry, doing hair and makeup uh, for photographers, these women purchase these photo shoots for very specific reasons, such as uh, this. Actually, I was just in uh, <clears throat> Oakland working for Roy Varga, and I think I did like 17 girls hair and makeup this weekend. And 
That's Every crazy. one of them had a story. It was like one mm-hmm. of them was in an accident and could have died. Uh, she has a new perspective on life. So she wanted to do this for herself. One of them lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she was proud of herself and she wanted to reward herself. Another girl, um, you know, was a widow and her husband always wanted her to do that. She never had the confidence. Another one, her fiance did it for her. Uh, it was just, it's, it's good stories. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people do it for the wrong reasons, but for the most part, like it's pretty cool. I, I like seeing that. Yeah. I like, mm-hmm. I like it. Tattoos, modeling, cars, they've just, it's become like a huge yeah. trend. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you guys feel about that, though? I mean, do you, because I mean, you guys have been doing this. This isn't like, you know, I started last month right. or, no. you know, and I see that. <laughs> I, I see people, I think, honestly, they got ink poisoning, you know, because they get like totally like from their neck to their Blasted fingertips. In, I'm almost in there. One month. <laughs> no, no. no, but I mean, literally. I know, it's oh, true. Just to no, try yeah. to fit a certain look. No, and I'm like, Mijo, you were working at Target like last year. Like, what happened? <laughs> I know. Like, it's God. Kind of flattering, though. Yeah. I, I see it as flattering because it's like they want to, you know, they yeah. appreciate it. They think, you know, right? Yeah. Well, I've never know, felt any more comfortable. Like when I didn't have ink, I always felt like I didn't fit in for some reason. And when I was probably one of those people like early on where yeah. I got the opportunity, I'm like, you know what? I always respected my parents. I respected how to look a certain way because I do human resources as my like normal nine to five. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're supposed to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I just got tired of living up to that standard. And I say, you know, I could still get my job done, but why should I sacrifice not being who I want to be? And so I just got blasted like everywhere. And now when I go to interviews, I'm like covering it up with makeup. <laughs> but I mean, it's a small sacrifice. But to me, it's like, okay, it's just a job, but this is who I am and I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I still get the stereotypes. You, know, you go to the little Mexican stores and people kind of do a double take on you. Mm-hmm. But you know, my, my ammo is you just kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. And then they just look at you like, oh, well, she's like really nice. Oh, she yeah, talks yeah. us in Spanish. Oh, you know, it's like, don't, don't judge a book by its mm-hmm. cover. So to me, you know, the fact that you like my sisters, club sisters we we look a certain way it's it's we want to try to be role models for everybody else it's like hey it's okay to look the way you do but you know look at Kristen she's like a successful hair and makeup person um they flew her out just to do this photo shoot Mm -hmm. I'm proud of her and Mm -hmm. she she's a mom you know she hustles same thing with Lily you know she I I don't want to speak on your behalf but she she hustles too and Mm -hmm. And I, I look up to these girls. You know, mm-hmm. Olivia's not here, but she's also a bar manager mm-hmm. um, in Upland, and she has her kids. And you know, trying to be part of the car club. I mean, it takes effort, but everybody's put in that effort, mm-hmm. and that's why we all click really well. Looks like you wanted to say something. No, I just like my whole thing with the whole tattoo things. Probably, I started getting tattoos when I was really young, like mm-hmm. fifteen. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Sometimes it, you know, my my kids are tattooed now, and mm. like starting to get more heavily tattooed, like like me. And I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of hard living that way. I mm. I think that I don't regret my tattoos, but at the same time, like you know, I have a professional job mm. where I also cover my tattoos every day, mm. and it's it's wow. a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it, is. it is. I don't regret it. It's who I am. But at the same time, like I don't think a lot of these people realize, like what the where it's going to end up down the line like when you have to when you have a family and you have to support Mm -hmm. your family and you need a good job you know like Mm -hmm. not all um 
not most places out there are very accepting to it still. I mean, a lot are, but there's a lot that aren't. Well, I th- you know, it's interesting because tattoos, you, you see it like we as identity. Right. It's like a representation. Uh-huh. but And it's kind of like the middle finger to the world right. like you, you yeah. were kind of alluding to. Mm-hmm. Like Toma, you know? Right. Yeah. But then to a certain degree, too, we maybe when we start to to realize like, hey, we don't control the world. Right. We don't control like our jobs. We're not, you know, doing that. I mean, some people can be independent and do their right. own thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, fuck it. You know, I could do whatever I want. But it is that. You know, we're, yeah. we're, it's not, you know, maybe the, the guy with the man bun get, you know, getting all blasted and serving, <laughs> you know, $20 bacon avocado toast. Yeah, right. that's cool. But, you know, when you're like 30, exactly. 40, yeah. you're probably going to, yeah. you know, it's, right. you know, I don't yeah. know. I, I have my own opinion. You know about what I'd that. be saying, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what? what? Say it. No, I'm just saying, like, it's cool. And I mean, I don't regret it, but I think that some people just don't really think it through, you know? That's true. Well, that's true. I personally waited till I was 30 to start doing my arms. I made myself yeah. that. I said, if I'm 30 and I still want these tattoos and I'm in a, I'm still in the career that I'm at and I'm going to do it. And I, I did it. And I'm glad I waited to till then. You know? Yeah, I was in my 30s too when I started, but I, I was one of those like, okay, I waited this long. I already know how what I want and I just got blasted. It was like yeah. every other day, you know, every <laughs> week, you know, whatever, yeah. just to like be like, okay, I'm good now. But it's true what Lily was saying because um, I'm in that profession where uh, I'm in HR. I have to be very professional. And so I, kn- I know my stuff, but I'm always very um, insecure about like, oh my God, you know, I, I, my whole neck is like blasted. So I always have to cover up my stuff. I, I have like, I just got like my knuckles blasted. Yeah. But I'm in that profession, so it's true. You know, you don't you think about it, but then you're like, ah, screw it. You know, I'm gonna do it anyways. But now I'm in the point of my life where I'm like, you know, I want to have a job where it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I, after I could say 20 years of doing HR, I am trying to transition more into a blue collar society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to be a welder. So right now mm-hmm. I'm kind of like applying. I'm in the waiting list. I, I want to be a pipe fitter mm-hmm. welder. And I know for a fact, they won't care what I look like. Yeah. And I could still make money. So yeah. yeah, and HR would be kind of crazy. Like someone there like, complain or something you're like you know what man fuck you <laughs> i know they would always be like oh it, it's the girl with the tattoos it was always right? that oh go with oh she's like the girl with all the tattoos you know and ugh. <laughs> and then from the topic of like talking about benefits it transitions to like so so who did your work <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't i just can't anymore but i mean you do what you have to do but that's ultimately where i'm trying to gravitate towards mm. so hopefully it works out well, it's refreshing to hear you guys talk like this because, you know, a lot of guys, they won't even admit like that, you know, and I, and I think about it because that's a struggle it, oh, it to, that it is, you know, they don't want to whatever appear weak. But to no. me, it's like it's not weakness. It's the truth, man. You're I mean, judge daily, like people are so judgmental. No like it's what, not even uh, like, like it doesn't even matter what situation it is. Yeah. You are being judged. Like, yeah. I yep. learned that this yeah. past year and a half. They think you know? they know you. They think they already like know everything about you because of the way you look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> no, but it is. It's good to hear. Um, so not only do you guys uh, do Los Donas, but then what is Pink Mink Mafia? What is that? Uh, well, Pink Mink Mafia is a clothing brand, and I've started Pink Mink Mafia, I would say, uh, like 2006. 
And so it just started with me, you know, same thing like like Chrissy, you know, you you identify yourself a certain way. And I used to be, I, I did the married thing. Actually, I did it twice. <laughs> and did after, you say married thing? Yeah. Okay. I, did the married <laughs> thing. I thought that's what you said. I go, I never heard it called the married thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> before I started modeling, before anything, you know, I was married, you know, for like 12 years. I was raising my kids, doing all that. But I always felt like something was missing, like the creative part of me. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't see myself being just, a housewife and working and that's it and so you know when I got divorced I just figured you know I'm finally gonna do what I want to do I'm not gonna let anybody tell me what I can or can't do because that's how my life consisted Mm -hmm. and to me I always wanted to create something where you know I know so many people that are in relationships that they're just stuck Mm-hmm. And they put up with stuff. And to me, I walked away. And so when I started my clothing brand, Pink Bean Mafia, I put myself out there letting people know it's not so much like the wording or the piece of clothing or anything. It's like how I promote it. And to me, I always wanted to promote myself as a strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, it's like I always had the mentality like, don't ever let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. Mm-hmm. Don't ever let anybody tell you you're not pretty enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not young enough. Mm-hmm. And so, when I started doing that, and of course I started changing the way I look, um, I started getting, you know, attention from other girls that supported what I was about. And then next thing I know, which I never had uh, foreseen this, was like PMM girls, like PMM models, PMM. And it started with me and just a few, you know, me just doing photo shoots of myself to now it's like worldwide. I have mm-hmm. girls in Japan, I have girls in Brazil, I have girls in the States and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing this for a while and uh, it's all about supporting the lifestyle. So I'm not just like a weekend warrior. I live the lifestyle like to me, um, the rockabilly scene, the tattoo scene, the car scene. Um, if it wasn't for that, I would have never met Kristen. You know, mm-hmm. I, I met Kristen by um, hiring her to do hair and makeup for my models. And then mm-hmm. it got to a point where I'm like, you know, you need to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, like, I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're like this bombshell, blonde mm-hmm. bombshell. Like, <laughs> you need to be part of that. And mm-hmm. I had already worked with her a couple of times, but I was always like um, assigning stuff to like my other people. Like, oh, you take care of the makeup people and blah, blah. But it wasn't until I invested in her. I was like, she's actually a cool person. And like she's beautiful like mm-hmm. you know and so i put her on the camera and like she says she's not a model but i see her as my model mm-hmm. lily you know i just recently jumped her in like a <laughs> i was like you know what we have this history uh olivia she's not here today but she's also mm-hmm. one of my models and i said no we all have to be connected because i want to intertwine this this mm-hmm. is too good of a good thing you know it's like strong independent women for my clothing brand and for the car club it's like i have the best of both worlds and we could support each other we could cross you know promote our brand the 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 car scene um you know we're, we're trying to get involved with charity events and you know intermix with other car clubs and you know just support the scene mm-hmm. and to me it just goes hand in hand yeah i got a uh you guys recently did a shoot oh yeah um let's see so I think I recognize one, two people in this shot. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So here you guys are doing this scene, uh, this uh, photo shoot at uh, in Long Beach. Yes. Uh, how was that? It was fun. Um, that was my first PMM shoot, so mm-hmm. it was fun. Everybody was very nice and welcoming. 
um, I didn't, well, I knew LV and Olivia. Olivia's a blonde. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the other girls, it was my first time meeting them and everybody was really nice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sometimes when you do photo shoots with people you don't know, it's kind of weird and everybody's checking each other out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Because no. <laughs> this was done at the beach with um, some lowriders, right? Yes, mm-hmm. which I am really happy but sad because she was supposed to be part of it, but then she called to to work, to work for yeah. it. So I'm like, hey, girl, get that money. Also that money. <laughs> and plus, I already have another uh, a photo shoot scheduled um, at the end of this month. But it was important for me to do the shoot because um, I think I've kind of took a break for almost a year. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on with me personally. So... All my other chapters, like, they just do their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing I love about it is that they love PMM so much that I, they just, like, book shoots. They're like, oh, LV, we're, we're going to do this theme and at the barber shop or at the tattoo shop. And then, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I have, like, Las Vegas chapter. They're just constantly on that hustle. And then I got girls in Brazil and then, you know, a few girls in Japan and Texas. And so they're just, like, blasting all these photo shoots. And then, of course, I'm like on the dormant stage right now mm-hmm. like trying to focus on what i need to do but if i don't light a fire then everybody's just like on chill mode mm-hmm. so i just figured you know that's it i'm done taking a break i need to just bring this and bring it to the fullest nobody's done low riders like the way we did it we did it. i wanted to make sure people knew we were in long beach mm-hmm. and so to me the the, the culture the low rider scene 70 shoot i haven't you know i wanted to just think outside the box and i said all right girls you know think Roller skates, hot pants, you know, feathered hair. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out really, really good. Yeah. I was very, very surprised. All my girls were just sexy. <laughs> you know, it's I from what I've seen is it's um, it's not like trashy stuff. You know, it's not like women being like just objects, you know, like right. sometimes I, I, I hate to say it, but there's there's other, okay. uh, you know, usually when a girl models next to a car, she just like just a piece of meat, right? That's of course like ooh, look at the look at the girl in the car. You know, you don't even mm-hmm. notice what cars are there. You just see the girl. But like your guys is like uh, looks very empowering. Like oh, thank it, you. it's very uh, like yeah, I'm a woman. Yeah, I can be sexy, but I'm still like. Like I'll fuck you up, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like what was that? What was that? Um, what was it? That one with Eddie Murphy. Remember when that lady's like, when he plays all the people? What was that movie? Um, oh, okay. Um, Come, uh, coming to America, right? No. no. When he plays all the characters. And then remember that old lady? Oh. She's like, I'll cut you. I'll cut you. Come on, Cletus. I'll cut you. She's like a little feisty woman, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I see. Like when I, like I said, it looks. There, there, there's a, a sexuality to it, but it's not a, a like a passive. You don't feel like there's a passivity to the to the women. I think that's cool. I mean, not only is it the the car club, um, your guys' friendship to support each other, um, but to also be able to show strong images of women that other women are drawn to. You know, from not only here locally, but that they're able to go. Yeah, I want to associate myself. I want to be part of that group. You know, through this, also ran across your your guys's car club plaque. I really liked it. It it is very uh, classic looking. Uh, it's you know it's kind of like the squarish type fifties forties car club plaque. Um, is this the one that you were saying the who was it? The guy what was his name the one who did the tattoo. Oh. Is, did he design the? 
Well, oh. The script was designed by um, Crybaby. Um, the- That's fitting for a man. Your name's Crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you Crybaby? He's like, yeah. But yeah, he's like all gangstered out. Yeah. <laughs> he's all blasted. Yeah, it's funny, but... I'm just kidding, crybaby. <laughs> no yours, no yours. But it's why funny you that you mentioned the plaque, um, and Lily could tell you a history of who did her plaques and mm. why it looks has that old-school look to yeah. it. Um, there's this man in Linwood, his name is Stan, and he did our plaque for us, and he, he's been doing plaques since he was in high school, mm. and he's like 77 now. And he's wow. just like this interesting man that like when you go to his place there's literally every wall is just filled with plaques it's crazy his collection what? is insane and he had and you get trapped there because he wants to tell you like all his stories mm-hmm. and he wants to talk about cars and next thing i knew he had me under the hood hold this and <laughs> like <laughs> so it's it's real interesting going uh-huh. there it was it was actually a good experience i'm glad i was the one that that got to go meet him and mm-hmm. interact with him and and get the plaques done but the actual, cool. um, the design was mm-hmm. by um, Stay Loyal LA, our, our friend. Uh, Rich. Rich, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he did our, he's done our shirts, our black, our stickers, like he mm-hmm. hooked it up. So you, you brought these in. You want to show them to the camera there? I would uh, love to. These are our shop rags. So the shop rag says Las Doñas. And it's it's basically the, the plaque, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, plaque logo. the whole logo. The whole logo. And then. We brought you a shirt, a supporter shirt. Oh, so it doesn't mean I'm like property of? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, we can make it. It says, it says on the back, like, where your butt would be, it's his property of. We're working on the cuts right now. <laughs> You're like, we're going to make it a midriff right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we're going to have to jump you outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for bringing those. It's really refreshing uh, to see it. And you've also done... Um, you were talking about roller derby. Yeah, I played roller derby for about about five or six years, and um, I owned my own team for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was that like? How did you get into it? And, and what what's like um, women, you know, doing this stuff? It's pretty crazy. Um, I actually gr- uh, joined a team when I first started. I learned how to play in in Chino. They were called Prison City, uh-huh. and um, it it was it was. Um, it's different than this for sure because it's like a lot more women. <laughs> you figure there's like 30 or more women on mm-hmm. a team, so it's pretty crazy. And they're women of all different, like women like us, tattooed and insane. And then there's just regular like nurses, teachers. Like you, you would be amazed at the just the different types of women that play roller derby. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely something I that changed my life I think at that time that I needed and um and then I started my own team and that was like a whole nother experience <laughs> but I think I kind of lost it when I joined the team when I started my own team because then it became more like um not so much like enjoying playing the sport I had to do like so many other things that I kind of lo- like lost the love for the sport mm-hmm. yeah because roller derby looks brutal. I mean, it's kind of like it's not. Yeah, it is. It's it's like yeah. a rugby slash race with no. There's no ball, nothing, right? No fruit, no, there's nothing. No ball. It's just, just it's like a race, right? Um, or what is it? I'm not even exactly sure what the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't mean. I mean I yeah, just don't okay. know. I, and then, and then, okay, is it easy breakdown? So there's a track, right? Okay. Okay. Two teams, uh-huh. so five girls from each team. 
Okay, two girls are jammers, so each jammer has a star on their helmet. Uh-huh. Um, the whistle blows, they all go. The jammers got to get through all the girls. The first jammer that gets through is the lead jammer. They got to get all the way through, go all the way around. Once they go around the first time, when they start passing the second time on the track, each player from the other team that they pass is a point. So it's kind of like a race. Kind of. And then it's two minutes. So it, within that two minutes, right? So, But the lead jammer, the one that went through first, she can stop it at any time. Wow. So say she gets through, she scores her points, bam, 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 call it off. The other girl doesn't get no points. But they get brutal, though. I mean, they get physical, don't they? I mean, isn't it like kind of like elbows and like... Um, I played with the rules, so there's a lot of rules, referees and stuff like mm-hmm. that. No elbows, no, no, no like stuff. you can't like, you know, punch somebody in the face or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like kind of like hockey, but like racing each other. Because you know I always see I mean? people falling, right? People, but it like, gets. I mean, but you get hit hard. You do, yeah. and there is, you know, the ground hurts. There is, yeah, <laughs> but and then, but there is roller derby called renegade, where it's a little bit more like hands on. Wow. And more brutal, but yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys are, are doing a lot of things in your own lives. I mean, Chrissy, you're doing the, the, the stylist thing. Um, are you at a shop or are you at a salon? or what, I what's... am. I started recently at a shop in Covina called Transcend um, Hair Studio. Mm-hmm. It's owned by um, Josh and Eli Mencias. Mm-hmm. Um, such a wonderful opportunity, like just good people I've known through. I, actually, I, I met them through you. Um, yeah, a long time in the scene and they were very welcoming the vibes really good like it's just perfect it's I'm you know I'm not into the whole catty woman thing which happens a lot at salons and here it's very intimate mm-hmm. everybody's cool like it's it's awesome I'm I'm so grateful to have that to be where I'm at so what are your guys's goals for the car club where do you see like the next four or five years down the road and what do you guys want the car club to become expanding like getting we we are going to be very selective you know um but we do want other chapters in you know other places and we want to get the word out there one of our uh charities something that we want to um i guess support would be uh ptsd Mm post-traumatic stress uh so i want to get more involved with that um but it, we're pretty new. We've only been around since December. So it's one step at a time. But that's, mm-hmm. you know, spreading awareness for PTSD would be something I, I really want. I, I suffer from it. My late husband had it. Um, actually, I, uh, mostly women yeah. suffer from PTSD, which is... Yeah, you, people think, you it's, think just, it's just veterans, yeah. you know, and it's not. And that that's one of my goals. And, mm. and to just be, mm. you know, spread the word about awareness of badass women that can (laughs) wrench on cars and get shit done and support each other Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely i feel the same way um uh definitely bring in more members right now i think it's perfect because we are still brand new we're still trying to get our club jackets we just got our plaques you know we're still trying to get a couple cars going but the support is still there which is amazing and everybody already loves who we are what we represent so Hopefully it won't be that hard to recruit more people, but you know, once we're we're in a good phase, then yeah, definitely get more involved. I mean, that's kind of what I do with PMM is mm-hmm. I try to not just the photo shoots and you know hang out, but get involved with charity events. Like I've done um, 
AIDS walk. I've uh, coordinated a blood drive. We did a, we coordinated, um, worked together with uh, Bullies and Buddies, which is a animal rescue, mm-hmm. you know, to for help adoption for the unwanted dogs. And just like so many things, there's like so much out there, women's shelter, you know, so many things. So to me, it's, it's a great like collaboration between, you know, me and the car club because, you know, once we do that, we're able to support events, bring our cars mm-hmm. out, you know, take pictures, you know, whatever we could do to give back to the community, but definitely focus on the PTSD and, and other charities for sure. You know, it's interesting because it would seem that like, and I know a lot of clubs, car clubs, they all do, they all do charity work. Uh, but you women are, 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 um, you know, tattooed, you look badass. Um, and yet you guys are still very, um, still have a heart for like to do something positive. It's not just, you know, let me fix my car and, and look badass at the car show or whatever. Right. Uh, but it's to do something for other people. Uh, why, why is it? I mean, why, why do other people even matter? I mean, I, I always wonder this, you know. I've always had yeah. a lot of empathy for people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it comes from, you know, knowing or feeling the the strife or the pain of other people and wanting to help in some way, you mm-hmm. know, and then the opportunity always presents itself for you to, you know, do that to help. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Cause like. part of our connection, I think too, is that we've all kind of, um, lived through things in our lives that are similar. And I think that's kind of what brings us to being so like, you know, supportive to other things that that's we've true. been through. So mm-hmm. we try to, help people because we know how it is (laughs) yeah and for me the same thing um since i've been doing pmm i feel like okay life can't just be a party it can't just be about like oh let's go get drunk this weekend let's do a photo shoot like be very selfish Mm -hmm. i mean maybe the people that don't know me don't know anything about who i am that's one thing that i try to do and i try to make my girls and the other chapters do it's like okay do the photo shoots but get involved in something like you know, I obviously have to, uh, I, I'm the role model. So mm-hmm. I have to, they, they follow my lead. So to me, I have to do something. There's just no way. I mean, I, for me personally, I just can't be that selfish. And it's unfortunately my, my kids are not there yet. But one day they'll realize like, hey, you know, mom was actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to drag my kids out. I try to do the, the homeless shelter. They weren't really about it, but I don't know. I just, me personally, I just, I, I just can't leave this world knowing that I contribute, mm. that I, th- th- I made a difference. I matter in some, even the smallest way. But at least I didn't just spend my life, you know, meaningless. You mm-hmm. know, helping other people to me, it just, I don't know. That's what life's about. Like I feel like I've learned that lesson recently. Like it's humbled me a lot. Like the way you make other people feel and the way mm-hmm. you affect other people is the ultimate that's what life's about making somebody else feel good making them happy doing something thoughtful for them and not selfishly just being about you know what i want what i need like and it that's been a lesson for me you know Mm -hmm. i wasn't always this way but life has taught me that you know yeah no of course benevolence you know giving a crap about people that are around you and yeah, it's not that we're lovey-dovey with everybody in the right. world. Because uh, I'm sure there's all people we all avoid. Definitely. Like the plague. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got my list. No, just kidding. <laughs> there's also like, how do you guys see that? The culture vultures. Like the people that are just like, literally you see like, they just blew up on Instagram and they've marketed 
your culture, you know, what you've been a part of, because uh, like I said, you guys have been doing this for a long time. Then these people that just are Johnny come lately's or Susie come lately's, you know, that come along and all of a sudden they're just like, you Insta know, famous. easy come, easy go. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I see that, like, especially like the women, they'll get crazy on there. They'll be like, oh, you stupid, blah, blah, blah. And you're just, you're just a fake and a phony. And they'll slam them on Instagram. Like, in a way, it's, it's, it's hard because you want to call people out. That's happened to us. I remember being at, I was at Moon Eyes and, uh, I was uh, posing in front of somebody else's car and, and the, some mm-hmm. girl came up to me and she said, you know, you have a car club and you're posing in front of somebody else's car. I said, this is my friend's car and absolutely I'm posing in front of it. And if yeah. you have a problem with it, that's your problem. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, but hating, like, those are the rules and you can't do that. And I was like, wow, oh, my own fucking rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't involve your opinion. So wow. <laughs> that's bad. Huh? Yeah. Jeez. Um, so for each of you, I mean, what what's what are your future plans? I mean, what what do you want to accomplish and get done in the near future here? Take over the world. <laughs> what are we doing tomorrow? I write. I know. What are we doing like after this? Like happy hour? <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. No. I gotta get, you know, this is like okay. So I did. Uh, I had Jackie Mendes here a while. I don't know, a week or whatever ago, and it was the uh, Saturday morning of uh, of uh, World Cup soccer. And so, like, I came looking like a bum, you know. I think I already had a hangover <laughs> by the time she got here. I look like a bum. And then you ladies come, and I got I have to go to my barber. <laughs> so I'm like, I look like a bum. But um, anyways, that, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, what, what do you guys see for each of you? Like, what is it you want to, yeah, get, get as accomplished? As far as like the, the car club? Or? Yourself, your accomplishment, your goals, or... Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to say, like, my kids are grown now. My mm. son just graduated from high school, so it's like vacation now. <laughs> I get to travel. Um, but um, as far as, like, family-wise, I feel like my uh, that's already, like, going, like, smoothly in the good direction career-wise. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I want to flip my career mm. and kind of go into the male world, blue-collar, I'm not afraid to get dirty. I'm not afraid to be in crazy weather conditions. I want to weld. Like, that's just been a passion of mine. And the fact that I'm already making my way there is an accomplishment for me. But maybe check in with me like a year from now. Maybe you'll be a badass welder. I don't know. Um, as far as my car, um, I I just want to learn everything there is to do about my car. I even told, you know, these girls, like, if you guys ever get the opportunity, you know, we should, yeah, have somebody help us, but then teach us at the same time and get hands on. So with my my shoebox, there's so much I need to do to it. You know, I want to sand it myself. Mm -hmm. We have a spray gun at home. Like, I want to do stuff. I want to fabricate. It's important because people will say, like, oh, you need help? Call me. I got you. Like, I'll be there. And then... They don't come through mm-hmm. or yeah i'll help you and they come down they're like that'll be 500 dollars." and i was like oh so you weren't gonna help me yeah it's it's really hard <laughs> i mean one so thing i've noticed to learn yeah yourself i i've noticed yeah. as, a, as a female and we're all very attractive that mm-hmm. you know i feel like sometimes it's easy for us to be taken advantage of um for instance like you know we're trying to get you know one of our cars running there's all these people that are wanting to help you but then they like steal parts from you. They swap parts from me. They overcharge you. That like it's just crazy. Yeah. So you don't really know 
who to trust, who's really there to help you as a friend. And so, you know, there's very few people there. And to me, it's like, well, I want to learn how to do stuff myself. Obviously, somebody has to teach me, but I want to be hands on. Mm -hmm. And I think as a car club, we all have the same mentality to help each other out. So we know enough about our own cars that we ever get stranded. We're not like this helpless dance in distress, you know, or let's just call AAA. No, I want to be able to take my toolbox out of my trunk and then try to figure shit out before I have to call for help. I I have had a little help, though, too. I don't mean I don't want to say that and like Robbie to think that I don't appreciate how he's shown me how to work how to weld like i took grind it on my car with Mm -hmm. him did sanded my like he showed me how to do that that's what it's about like Mm -hmm. that's what we need Mm -hmm. to do but anyway side sidebar right there (laughs) (laughs) what's your goal my goal for my car for your life oh my (laughs) life my god tell us everything (laughs) i don't even know anymore (laughs) i just to be happy i just just go with the flow (laughs) but anyways um for my car so my car is needs a lot i mean it runs but it still needs a lot because i bought it um when i bought it it was already a custom that already had been chopped and all these things have been dead new with, but never, nothing was ever completed. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's hard because I don't know who did most of the work. So it's kind of hard to know what exactly was done and what wasn't or what was done right or wrong. So um, I'm just right now kind of going through all that. Um, just went through the electrical, made sure all that's right. I just got new tires. Now I'm doing, I'm doing uh, disc brakes and just going like that so i'm hoping like in a month i'll be able to start driving it wow so, By the way, she's but it holding runs. off it's on how many like... cars she really has <laughs> i have other this cars. is how we're starting lying to each other they're just other cars i have they're not like my car for the car club or whatever right because it's like <laughs> but you could share I have, I have hearses oh wow uh-huh. yeah so That's... i have like um i have four hearses Wow. Yeah. No, those are the ones that transport the people to their final Right. So you get out of line. Don't even trip. <laughs> and they have right coffins. <laughs> Each hearse has a coffin. Does and then really even mean? her house has a coffin. Like her house is like, uh, it's amazing. It's like a it morgue? Looks, no. no. It's very it's gothy. Like, uh, it's very. Yeah, it has a very dark vibe. Yeah. My house is kind of over the, it's to the extreme. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really, it's like a little museum. It's, it's Yeah, it's people awesome. walk in and they're like this. They're like, what is this place? <laughs> they're like, I'm wearing my garlic necklace. <laughs> yeah. And Chrissy? My goal for my cars is to get them on the road. I do. It's. I know people probably talk shit because I haven't driven my car to a show yet, either one of them. Um, kind of jumped the gun with the whole car club thing, I think. However, uh, my truck's close to being on the road. My shoebox runs. I just need to do some stuff as far as, uh, you know, loose ends tying up. I should be, I'm hoping within um, a month to be rolling it to the shows. Um, as far as the car club, like I said, I want to expand my career. I mean, it's it's just, I've been building for the past year and it's just nothing but good. And I just want to continue that, you know, mm. um, I, I'm going to open my own shop one day. Not right now, it's, but I would say within the next, you know, two years. Um, <clears throat> That's it. I mean, raise my son, teach him all the good things, 
and all the bad things not to do. <laughs> Those <laughs> are my goals in life. Like, do as I say, not as I right? do. Right, exactly. <laughs> her son's going to grow up looking up to his mom because she is a hustler. Mm. I mean, she he, he will see that. It's like, wow, my mom has like a pretty good career and she works on cars and she has like two cool cars. And, you know, it's he mm. he will learn, you know, and I'm glad like it's funny how I've I feel like I am. I do have the qualities of a mother and a father. I will never replace his father, but I, I do feel like I have a, a little bit more to offer, mm. you know, than just I don't, I don't know. Just being a mom. I think I'm a dad, too, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's admirable that you guys actually, maybe it's through experience, learn some negative things as far as working on cars that you guys want to do it. Like, there's probably a lot of guys that don't even know, you know, that don't, they just pay for the work to get oh, done. Yeah, and, of course. We <laughs> and, know a lot and, you know, <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, you were talking about sanding cars and my arm was hurting already. You know, I was just sitting here going like, wow, that's, that you want to learn all that because of the bad experiences. Uh, I think is interesting uh, to say the least. You know, it's something that's very uh, abnormal in the sense where a lot of people don't. You know, they don't want to get their hands dirty. They just, you know, but because of trust issues and people burning you, that you just like, no, you know, I don't want to depend. It sounds like he's very independent. In yeah. other words, is what I'm you know, saying. You know, I'm fortunate enough. You know, my dad's still around, and he was always a car guy. He had Impalas. Mm. He had a '56 Chevy. Like, so I grew up around cars all the time and when i finally got my car i got it off craigslist without even looking at it i just saw it look cool you know what it had inside and you know they it said it was a running car but it wasn't when i got it and so me and my dad went to work on it and you know my dad got it running within like hours mm -hmm. and all the little minor you know tweaks we had to do i think my i took my dad by surprise when i asked him like all right, let me see what you're doing. Let me wrench with you. And I got my own like mechanic suit. I was underneath. I was passing tools. And, you know, and then also I got the opportunity um, to work at a muffler shop called uh, Bud's Muffler on Covina. And the guy, uh, Rennie, he's such a cool guy that I just started hanging around the shop. And he sh was showing me how to weld. He knew I needed a new transmission. We went to pick apart. We went to junkyard together. I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm. And he actually helped me do that. Like, he just said, I'm going to tell you which bolts to take out and then just go mm. to town on it. And I'm like, I don't even know, like, my wrenches, like, what the sizes are, nothing. And I just learned on my own. And I thought that was, like, the best experience to make me feel more empowered that I could do it. Like, mm. I could do anything. I could change my own. I could, you know, but... Because of like my dad and, and my friend there, um, I just feel like I'm not afraid to do anything, get dirty, work on cars. Like we could do it. We could do it and we will support each other. And whatever I know, I will teach them and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what makes this car club unique. Yeah. So where, where can people find you guys at on social media? What what are, what are you guys using? Your, your Las Donas CC is our um, car club Instagram. I'm hair by Chrissy Snow. That's my personal hair page mm -hmm. and then mine's is latina vamp and that's my personal one and my company one is pink meek mafia you know on instagram mm -hmm. and my personal instagram is lily monster 1313 and then my modeling for modeling and stuff is a tattoo model lily tattoo model lily uh -huh. i've had a good time have you guys had a good time uh -huh. yes yeah, so it was fun <laughs> thank you how was the elevator right up to the 13th floor <laughs> oh by my the way? god 
You know, I was a little bit afraid of heights, but then when I saw the amazing view you have back here, I'm just right, like, wow. I could see my house from here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I still, my hands get all clammy. <laughs> I don't get too close to the window. I get the butterflies. I've had a good time. I'm really uh, impressed with you ladies. Um, not because you're ladies, because you guys are just, you know, people that just happen to be women, but for what you're doing, you know, and for what you guys have done in each of your lives. And I'm sure there's probably tons. Uh but being that we are short for time today, uh, we're going to have to end this episode. So thank let you. me close out. So anyways, uh, thank you guys for coming today. No, thank, you. thank you so much. And uh, remember, folks, you can check out the uh, the podcast and the vodcast, iTunes, Google Play. So until next time, be well, my friends. Bye. Yay.